Hey, wasn't that something? My, you folks are blessed with the talent that you have here and, and all the good singing and being able to play instruments and, and um, a joyful noise has been made here today. So um, how about the food? Uh, I've preached at these before and I look out and most people have brought their pillow. So I see no pillows, so I'm kind of thankful for that. I'll praise the Lord for that. And you know what else? A lot of people came back in. I've preached these before where people leave after the meal. So that says a lot about you, dear folks here at Anchor Baptist. So um, thank you so much for uh, just your being a blessing to me, a nice room. And uh, went to a, a little restaurant last night and ate a hamburger. And what's the name of that place? Yes. I highly recommend it from a guy from Indiana who loves hamburgers. So... Anyway, it was very good. We had a nice time, nice visit there for that as well. So, um, Lord was good to us this morning, wasn't he? Amen. Thankful for his goodness and his grace and his mercy and his love. And so, um, if you have your Bibles, be finding, I'm going to be in the Psalms again, Psalm chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 1 through 3. And uh, once you've got your spot found there, if you can stand with me, please, I'd like to show reverence again to uh, God's Word, and uh, I do have some books back over in the corner, uh, Dwelling in the Secret Place. It's a, each chapter represents a, a day, and there's uh, 21 of those, so uh, three weeks of uh, just a, hopefully a, a closeness with the Lord as you get into the book, and I, um, just to be a real encouragement, I pray for anyone who might want to pick one up. They'll be back over there in the corner. So, all right, here in Psalm 5, Psalm of David, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation, hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. Verse 3, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for, uh, oh, just for blessing us so much here already, Father, for the, the great weather outside and the great uh, time of fellowship and the great food, but oh Lord, your word and just the testimony of Lord of these fine folks here, and we think about 23 years, and your faithfulness, and all that you provided, and all that you've given, and all that you've done, and Lord, we just thank you so much for it, and Father, I'm just asking that, Lord, you'll meet with us here, if there would be one who's not saved, that today would be the day, and for the saints, Lord, that you would encourage, and strengthen us, and help us, Lord, and that my words would be yours, and that you'd be glorified in everything that's said and done, it's in Jesus' name I pray, and all the God's children said, Amen. You may be seated. The Psalm of David. David, a man of prayer. And as we give thought here to the importance of prayer, we give thought to the importance not only of prayer, but the importance of to start your day with prayer. And so as you give thought to um, the continuing legacy in and through Christ Jesus, through Anchor Baptist Church, Will we, will you be a people of prayer? You say, I already am. That's good. Keep right on going down that way. But I believe God wants to encourage us here this afternoon to continue on, pray without ceasing, and to be a prayer warrior in the army of the living God, and to be praying one for another, to pray for your pastor and his wife, and for uh, those in leadership, and for the teachers, and, and for this church and one for another to pray and to be a person of prayer. The importance of that cannot be stressed enough 
or enough or enough. And so as we begin here in verse 1, I want you to take notice of the plea. David says, give ear to my words, O Lord. The plea. You know, we need to put more O Lord back into our time of prayer. There's an intimacy that we see here from David between him and his God. He's coming. He's all in. Have you ever had that time where something's going on and you are all in like never before when it comes to this thing called prayer? Maybe when you are interceding on behalf of another. Or maybe as like David here is praying for himself. And so we see the plea, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. I like that. Consider my meditation. There is the plea that David gives. Have you been bringing the plea to God? We ought to be bringing that to the Lord. Secondly, uh, the prayer in verse 2. He says, hearken unto the voice of my cry. Now listen, my king. Don't you like that? If you're here today and you're born again, heaven born and heaven bound, Blood bought and twice born, washed in the blood of the Lamb, you can say this without stutter or stammer, my king. Isn't that amazing when you really give thought to it? Not just, oh, yes, you, or, oh, I, don't you, people say the man upstairs. I don't, no, my king. And so David says here in the prayer, hearken unto the voice of my cry, my king, and now, how about this, and my God. Someone says, you're saved, yeah. And Jehovah God is my God. The triune God is my God. The creator of heaven and earth is my God. The provider, the sustainer, the giver of life, he is my God. The one true God is my God. And so he says here in verse 2, the prayer, hearken to the voice of my cry, my king and my God, for unto thee will I pray. You see the specifics? Unto thee. Again, the closeness when we see what he has brought in this verse 2. Now, often when I'm preaching, I say, here's the meat and potatoes. Not that the first two verses didn't matter, because boy, do they ever. But here is where we set the table out and bring all the fixings. And in verse 3 it says, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. And listen again, O Lord. There it is again. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. I'll look up. So important. As we pray, we will find ourselves heading in a particular direction. And we get that right there from that third verse. In the direction of the Lord. Someone say, what direction is your life going? I want to be able to say this. I am going in the direction of the Lord. I want to walk with the Lord. I want to be close to the Lord. I want my life to be led by the Lord. I want His will, His work, and His way to be done in my life. And that's the direction that I want to go. And so as we're reading here in this meat and potato section of this message, we see what he says. And there is a direction that he is heading. And in the things of the Lord, we ought to be wanting to head that way. I'm going to read it again. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. A direction that we're going. Now, it says in the morning. 
in the morning. Do some people work second shift, third shift? There's more than one shift, amen? And so Pastor and I were talking last night, and after I got saved, I, I began to read all these books about prayer. Well, I would read these books where these men prayed for hours without stop. And I thought, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. I couldn't do that. Well, there must be something wrong with you. No. Lord, I want to do what you'd have me to do. Maybe that was for that man, and it wasn't for me. Amen? Now, you say, why are you saying this? Because this. Listen, in the morning, what's the morning for you? What's the freshest time for you? Some people wake up in the morning, they don't even know it's morning. They're not even remembering that they're saved. They're thinking, who am I this morning? They don't know. Is there morning people? Yeah. How many people would raise your hand and say, I'm a morning person? Well, I see a lot of hands going up. How many people would say, I am not? I see those hands going up too. You know, we're all a little bit different, aren't we, in that regard? So for me to stand up here and say, you're not right with God if you're not getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning and praying for five hours and then eating your oatmeal or bacon and eggs or whatever you want to eat and then pray again. No, 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 that's not what this is. What's the best time for you when you start your day? Now, we need to be disciplined with that, though, don't we? We need, to, we need to have a plan. And what we see here is the plan. And what David says, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Now, there's some things that we can draw from this. And the first thing is this from verse 3. The position that we take is simple. It's in the morning. That's where we're at. Your earliest time that you are at your best. Bring it to him. Now the purpose, he says, will I direct my prayer? A direction. We need to have direction, don't we? We do. And so even as believers, yes, we need to have that. So we see the position. We see the purpose. Will I direct my prayer? But then we see the person unto thee, unto Almighty God. Now listen, do we have people that we call well, we have something going on. We do. You may call your pastor. Is that, I'm not up here saying don't call your pastor. No, I'm not saying that. But bringing it to the Lord. When we get to a, a, a place in our lives when the first person that we want to get a hold of is our God, that will be the place to be. I'm not, I'm not discounting any of the others. Blessed to have a pastor that, that loves and cares uh, for you folks and, and has a desire to see you grow in the Lord and, and to walk with him. But what David is saying here, my voice shut thou here in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, unto thee, the person. There's a closeness with God. That closeness that we'll have, even through tears at times. Even when you're just feeling like you think, I can't take another step. Oh God, oh Lord, help me. So we see the position, the purpose, the person. Now we see the power and we'll look up. Look up. Look up to the Lord. If we don't look up to the Lord, we have a tendency to do three things. And the first one is this. If we're not looking up, we look down. You ever had something happen? And what, what's the first thing you begin to do? And there it goes. We look down and we get discouraged. Now, am I up here getting on to you because you got discouraged? I am not. When I was a kid, we used to play uh, football in my neighborhood. 
And sometimes you would get tackled and you'd land on the football while you were carrying it. You ever had the, the wind knocked out of you? And just for that moment, you're thinking, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Sometimes in our lives here on this fallen, in this fallen world, it feels like we get the wind knocked out of us, doesn't it? Sometimes it feels like a, the wind has left the sails. And we think, oh my, what in the world is going on? And what we have a tendency to do is instead of looking up, we're looking down. You know who wants you to look down? The devil wants you to look down. He doesn't want you to have that closeness with the Lord. He doesn't want you to have that, that prayer time, that, that, that time in the secret place. So we have to be careful because if we don't look up, we're going to look down and be discouraged. Once the head goes, then the shoulders goes, and then the next thing you know, you're about this tall, walking around, beaten down. I'm not discounting that people go through things. I told you earlier about my dad. I can't imagine what he was going through as he was dealing with that cancer. For us men, we're, for women as well, we're used to doing things, aren't we? We're used to being able to get up, get out of bed, and go. And when all of a sudden that is gone, it gets discouraging, doesn't it? You ever had just health and you've gone for a long time, it's been just right, and all of a sudden you get sick and you're on your back, and you're like, oh, if I could just get up and get moving. Listen, if we're not looking up, we look down discouraged. We can't stay there. We can't camp there. We don't want to be there. God is for us. He is with us. He wants us to look up unto him and to call out and to cry out to him. If we don't look up, we look down. If we don't look up, we begin to look around dismayed. Have you ever been there? What in the world is all of this? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. This is happening. That's happening. I'm, I'm looking down. I'm looking around. And what in the world? And all of a sudden, the devil gets in the midst of all that. And, and we act like we have no hope. Can I tell you something? Just as sure as there is a God in the glory, we have hope. Amen? We're looking for the blessed hope. But we have hope from day to day to day in and through Christ Jesus. We have a heavenly home that we are looking forward to. We have the Holy Spirit who he dwells in us. But we begin to look around dismayed. We look, look down discouraged. And it, it seems like it's just overwhelming. But David has given us something here. We need to be looking up and calling out and crying out to him. Even in white hot tears streaming down your face. If so, let it be. But bring it. To the Lord. You see, we look down discouraged. We look around dismayed. Now, again, I'm not saying anything about we have those seasons, those times. But have you ever been around someone who's like that all the time? And they come into the room and you go, oh, my. Get down here. Sometimes there are some Christians that act like they've drank a gallon jug of pickle juice. Now, I know some people like pickle juice. I'm not one of them. But if you were to drink a whole big gallon of pickle juice, what would your face look like? Just like that. We need to take a picture of that and use it for our illustration. Yeah. And too many times, we have so much to be joyful about. Again, I'm not discounting anything that someone goes through because we have things. But we can't camp there. We can't stay there. I don't want to be the person who walks in and sucks all the light and life right out of the room. I want to be the one that the Lord uses in some way to encourage someone, to be a blessing. 
Now, we have a tendency to look down if we don't look up. We have a tendency to look around. But you know what else we do? We look back in defeat. After I got saved, I told you when I got saved, people in town, I'm surprised they didn't want to shut the town down and say, oh my, what has happened? That man got saved. Or as they would say, he got religion. No, I got Christ. I got born again. I got my sins forgiven. And you are the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. And so, but the way the devil would beat me up is that he would remind me of who I once was. I'd work all day. I worked at a factory at that time. I, I worked in the quality assurance department. And I had a, um, I had a, um, like a long thing where I had papers. And I would go through and I would inspect things. So but what they didn't know I was doing was on my little uh, board that I carried around with me, I had verses underneath it. And so I had uh, heard in a message where you need to keep the word with you. So as I would go about the day, my day, I would soak and saturate my mind and my heart with God's Word. I'd, go, I'd get my job done, but in between places I'd go and I'd say, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Well, amen. That's me. He's doing that for me. What would happen is I, while I was at work, I had that constantly flowing. I'd get off work. I'd go home. It would almost be like turning the key into the door, and there would be, they know all about you. They knew who you were before you were saved. You're no better than you ever were. He's a liar. He's the father of lies. And I tell you, I know so many Christians who unfortunately live defeated lives because the devil keeps taking them back to the past. Now, is there consequences to some things? There might be, but I will tell you this. Forgiveness of sin. As far as the east is from the west. Hey, is, is the word removed? Isn't that wonderful? He's washed and cleansed me. And so oh, I'd get done. And you know what you do? You simply say, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. That's why we got to get scripture. So that we, when we look up, if we have sometimes a tendency to look back in defeat, we can say, well, it's written. And you have the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, it tells us in Colossians. Isn't that wonderful? We have that. It's not something I'm looking forward to. It's something that I have today. That is my position in Christ Jesus. And so when we have a tendency not to look up, well, we have a tendency to do these three things, to, to look down in discouragement, to look around in dismay, but we also look back in defeat. Can I, can I tell you something? Let's don't do that. Let's fill our hearts and minds with the Word of God. Amen. However, we, we need to do that. We have uh, uh, electronic devices today that we can carry with us. In, in the old days, you know what I did? Like I did with that, but also I had a lawn care business for a while. I'd come flying down through there on a zero turn. I had a great big section of Scripture. I'd keep my lines, <laughs> but I'd look down every so often at God's Word, and I would soak myself with that. I needed that. I still need it today. We need it. As you folks move forward by faith here at, at Anchor Baptist Church, you need that. Listen, the devil, do you think the devil uh, liked what just happened up here? Okay, I'm, I, my first time being here, I'm sitting down by the pastor, and, and people just keep coming up here. This one can sing, that one can sing. These people come up. This one can sing, that one can sing. 
these people came up, and, and the day Hiroshima was bombed, they were there. Not there, but they were. <laughs> and they were singing. And here they are. Think about Don't miss this. All these years later, they're on this platform singing. Hey, that's not an accident. What a testimony. So one day, Lord willing, unless the trumpet sounds or the Lord calls us home, you out here could be maybe that pair, this three here, who got up here and you could have that testimony and say, back in 2023, we sang at the 23-year anniversary and 50 years later, we're still singing. Wouldn't that be something? The devil doesn't like that. But the Lord loves it. It says that he inhabits the praises of his people. Isn't that something to thank? I love that verse. As you folks were singing, I was thinking about that. He's right in the middle of that. That's amazing. So what have we said and, and what are we saying here? Look at verse 3 again. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Now, Pastor said something kind of uh, shorter, maybe, for this, this second message. And uh, I wanted to let you guys know I'm not going to preach till 4 o'clock. <laughs> They're thinking, wait a minute. We've got beanbag games out there, and I've got a pound of chicken in my stomach. But here's the thing. We have a decision to make, as I said earlier. We have decisions to make. I'm going to use this one more time. I'm going to put this down here. Listen. We oftentimes miss out on the thing that we have such, um, that we should do the most. It's prayer. Think of the price that Christ paid so that we could come boldly to the throne of grace. Think about what was done for us that we can do that in and through Christ Jesus. And so we have a decision to make. People of prayer. As you folks move forward here at Anchor Baptist Church, you can decide today, and maybe some of you already have, you can say, Lord, I have gotten a little lax in my time of prayer. My morning has drifted into this, into this, and sometimes uh, your prayer time can become um, <laughs> drive-through. You get in, you get out, you place your order, and you're down the road. And sometimes when we get in a bind, we give the Lord some time. And we say, oh, God, I'm in the midst of this. Help me. Thank you. Amen. People of prayer, what decision will we make today? We, you, us can make a difference. You folks can make a difference here, not only within these walls, but outside of here as you pray. As you pray for your, your, your city, your town, your county, your schools, your people. As you pray for your pastor and his wife. As you pray for them. As you pray one for another. As you catch fire to this thing called prayer. And you come in the morning and you come all day long. And maybe you make a list. You say, make a list? Yeah. Make a list. I'm going to pray for these particular people this day. Maybe you send a text. How can I pray for you today? But the catalyst is our own personal time with the Lord. The Bible says, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Don't you just love that? We need to get ourselves back into that place and look up. And then as we do that, there will be such a desire and want to pray one for another. So we have to make a decision.
We have to make one decision before we can make any. If there's someone here that's not saved, you've got a very important decision to make. Christ is drawing you. The Father is drawing you. The Lord Jesus has made and paid the price at Calvary. Are you saved? Are you born again? I'm not asking you if you've turned over a new leaf. I'm not asking you to, to doubt your salvation. I'm not asking you if you've been baptized. You know what happened before me before I got saved? I went and got baptized. Do you think that did any good? No. Big fat zero. After I did that, the conviction got worse. I felt like I had both of those pianos on my back. Praise God for that. Are you saved? Are you born again? Have you come to Christ for your salvation? If you're not, today can be the day. If you're saved, dear saints, what will we do with this thing called prayer? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. We're going to get ready for our time of invitation. If you're uncertain of your salvation today, can be the day. Today can be the day of salvation. For the saints who are here, what will you do with this thing called prayer? Will you choose to get into the arena and praying one for another? Will you make that commitment and be disciplined in that thing where you look up, where you come to the Lord, where you spend your time with Him, where you set aside the time. I have found that if you don't carve the time out, the time will get away from you. And then you end up finding yourself midway through the day and you have not even called on the Heavenly Father. You've not maybe praised Him. You've not had that time with Him. But as we read here about David, he was looking up. He was going through a tough time. He says, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning. Has the Lord been hearing your voice lately? Have you been directing your prayer unto him? And have you been looking up? I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask you to come and just do business with the Lord. Father, move powerfully. Oh God, that we would be a people of prayer. Oh Lord, from the youngest here to the oldest, that we'd get a hold of this thing, that we could get a hold of you and watch you work mightily here. Help us, Lord. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Stand with me if you would. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. We've already got some up. Would you come up maybe and pray for someone? Would you come up and maybe pray for the salvation of someone? Would you come up and maybe pray for your church here and your pastor? Would you take the time to come up and say, I'm, I'm going to pray for this community. Is there someone on your heart right now that you know that you should be praying for and you haven't been? Maybe there's somebody you've gotten a little bit lax about praying for. Maybe you just want to come up and praise the Lord for all He's done. Whatever the need is, come and do business with Him. As the piano plays, the altar's open. Maybe your head's down in discouragement. Maybe it's looking around in dismay. Maybe, maybe the devil's got you focused on what's behind and the defeats in your life. The psalmist said, I will look up. Boy, what a great place to look. Look to Jesus. Focus on him. Focus on God. There's no greater focus in your life.